Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day four of our Relational Reset unlearning the habits that hold you back devotional in the bible app there's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us and as always i'm going to read the scripture and tori's going to pick it with a devo let's do it also it's storming outside so if you hear (laughs) any of that weather enjoy it because it feels very cozy from asmr the scripture is james chapter 3 verses 14 and 15 and it says this but if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart Don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying, for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. Boom. The devotional is titled Eradicate Envy, and it says this. Oftentimes we believe that an event triggers a feeling, but the reality is what we think about the event leads to the feeling. For example... If another couple in our circle of friends had a baby, while my husband and I continued to wait years to adopt, I might have felt jealous of them. But there is a missing component in that sentence. Something happens between the event of a couple having a baby and my feeling of envy, my thoughts. In this case, I might think, why does this couple, who have barely been married a minute, get to have children while my husband of 14 years and I continue to wait? If I change my thoughts, Mm -hmm. I can change my feeling. A replacement thought might be, I am thankful that this couple does not have to experience what we have been through. I am thankful they gave birth to a healthy baby. I am thankful that they are a godly couple who will raise their child in a Christian home. Plus, I bet I'll get some baby, baby snuggles. When I change my thinking, my jealousy eases and I can celebrate these new parents. When we replace a jealous, harmful thought with a realistic, helpful thought, we feel better and our relationships are less likely to suffer. Yeah, this is so good. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I couldn't have said it better. This is actually a, it's like an actual like psychological like process and a thought. I've actually learned at one of my men's groups and- it's so good about taking control of our thoughts because most of the things that happen to us or what we see are very neutral. Mm-hmm. Someone getting a raise, someone getting fired, someone starting dating, someone breaking up. It's like, it's our perception is what adds our feeling to that. Mm-hmm. And it can be good or bad because if someone's in an abusive relationship, we can be happy that they are no longer in that relationship. Or if someone gets let go from job, we can feel sad for them because now they're going to undergo stress. But the, the situation, it's just a fact. It's just, it is what it is. But our thoughts and feelings towards it reflect our heart towards a subject. And so whenever we are you know, looking on social media and the highlight reel that we see every day or where things aren't going exactly the way that we wanted, the first thing what we need to do is start to control our thoughts because that's that's the yeah. key to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And for me, there's nothing more powerful than that because scripture says again and again, take your thoughts captive. And whenever, I, I know this sounds weird, but we're going to get super Christian-y for a sec. I literally will interrogate my thoughts. I think that's smart. It sounds weird. I, I watched this James Bond movie a few years ago. I think it was called Casino Royale. And there's this part where James Bond is being interrogated for a certain answer. And I will just imagine this thought that I'm having in a room and me literally asking it, who do you work for? Yeah. Why are you here? 
Well, like, because I'm someone who personally, I struggle a lot with my thoughts. And so I've had to go that strong in that direction Mm -hmm. to make sure that I can have a positive outlook on certain things because I'm someone actually tends to skew very negative. And so, yeah, this is just so powerful because it gives you control. It allows you to not look at what's happening to you and and it be used against you. But now you can look at what's happening around you and you get to, you get to determine how you feel about it. Yeah. And I think it's such a tactic of the enemy to think that when someone else gets a blessing, that that's God removing a blessing from your life. That's good. Like he's somehow limited in the amount of blessings he can bestow on his children. Um, And I know that we actually talked a lot about this in our trying to conceive journey where a ton of my friends got pregnant in the midst of us trying and the most powerful thing ever against that feeling that she's literally talking about in the devotional was celebration. And there is a true discipline to celebration because it can be hard. I know that some of you, because we hear from you all the time, how do I navigate all of my friends are getting engaged and I'm still single? And how do I navigate my friends getting married and having babies and I'm still single? It's whatever it might be in your life. It's looking at someone else's life and saying, why hasn't God given me that yet? Mm -hmm. Like somehow God is doing something wrong. And I think that that's such a small version or small um, view of who God really is. Because if you have a true vision of who God is and you really believe that he has the best in store for you. So if he's making it, you wait There is a reason behind it. Like now that we have Micah, now like looking back, because inside of that waiting, it can be really difficult. But now I see so many reasons why the wait was so worth it and why God had us go through what we went through. And so I really encourage you, if there's anything that you're struggling with in terms of jealousy or envy in any person um, or relationship in your life to really look at how you're viewing God in the situation. Do you think God is withholding from you? Because scripture says he withholds no good thing from those who love him. And so I think it's just getting back to the root of the issue of who do we actually believe God to be to us? And then looking at what we have, and then just like the devotional was saying, re like configuring those thoughts and spinning them to be like, wow, I want to celebrate that person. Because let me tell you, all of my girlfriends who got pregnant in the midst of us trying to conceive, when we did get pregnant, Wow. Like the celebration that they had, because that jealousy can either bring, like it can totally like detour, detour, tear apart, deteriorate Mm -hmm. friendships. Or when you decide to celebrate, your friendship can be built up. Yeah, absolutely. And there's one more thing I want to talk about before we close out in prayer. The author put a quote at the very end of this Devo and it says this, if I know my self-worth and my identity in Christ and seek his approval, then I will feel freer to be myself, to be honest, to set boundaries, to let go of envy and blame, and to use my relationships to glorify God rather than satisfy myself. Okay. And the one thing I just want to hone in on there is just making sure that we all realize that like, 
this life is not about us. It's about God. Mm -hmm. And while God loves to give good gifts to his children, this is about us magnifying him and, mm -hmm. and worshiping him and glorifying him, not just scratching every single itch that we have. Because if I'm speaking transparently, if God gave me every single thing that I ever asked for, yeah. I would be an absolute monster. Totally, I would be an addict. Mm -hmm. I would be a terrible person because all I'm doing is chasing my ego. If, if, you know, if, if I, ate fast food every time I wanted fast food I would not be healthy yeah. if I dated whoever I wanted to date or whatever I would have terrible relationships like it's just this whole thing that there's protection there yeah. and a good father knows what's best for his children mm -hmm. um but it stems from him it being about God and it not being just about us and him just giving us every single like different feeling that we have yeah I'm glad he out? protects us from our feelings. <laughs> yes, I am too. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. We thank you that you love us, God, that you know not just what we want, Lord, but what we need in the time that we need it, Lord. I pray today that you would increase our faith, that if we're struggling with envy or jealousy, that we bring that to you. Lord, and, and we release that. Lord, would you give us new vision to see? Lord, we do not want to be walking around with the ugly, um, green, jealous monster on us. It is not cute. Jealousy is not a good look at all. And we do not want to be doing that, God. We want to be set apart. We want to reflect your light, your love, and celebrate the blessings um, in our friends' lives. Lord, we love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Adios. Adios.